Hello, welcome to the 90 Plus 6 podcast again with me and Shay as usual. Uh, today we're doing the Sheffield United preview, obviously for the Saturday game. It's been a few weeks, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, it's been a long international break, hasn't it, to be fair? And we are finally back in league action, so should be good. It's going to be sick, and obviously we're going, uh, so that's going to be amazing. It should be a good atmosphere. Sold quite a few tickets, obviously. Do you know how many? Yeah, as of Thursday, it was 1,834 tickets sold. So, obviously, still got a few, well, not a few more days even, tomorrow the game is. So, yeah, it is an an all-ticket game. So, if you do want to go, you have to get the tickets, obviously, before the day of the game. So, yeah, but should be a good game, to be fair. Yeah, Yeah, facts, facts, facts. But, uh, yeah, cool. Well, let's get into the first thing. Uh, Obviously, Dembele... Not signing the contract. I want to start there. What do you think? Yeah, there was rumours, obviously. Not sure how true they are, but Dembele supposedly rejecting contract proposals, which, if it is the case, it's something we definitely expected. I'm guessing, I don't want to put words into your mouth, but I'm guessing you think the same sort of thing. Uh, No, I think the same. And I think, uh, too fair, I I didn't, well, yeah, I didn't expect Dembele to sign a new deal at all. Obviously, I thought, uh, I thought he would probably leave anyway in the summer, but uh, it's good. I think keeping him for this one year will do us more than if we sold him, you know, mm. for like a two million fee or whatever the fee would have been. Yeah. I think hopefully setting up and establishing ourselves will be better than him just leaving and possibly going down. And uh, to be fair, he just needs to, as I think as D-Max said, he just needs to go out there, play well, and then he'll earn his big move, you know? If yeah. he probably sulks and I don't know, doesn't turn up in training or whatever, the bigger teams will look at that and go, why do we want him in our team, you know? No, exactly. If that's the case, so. Yeah, he just needs to keep playing his football. If he's the difference of keeping us up, teams will notice that 100%. And look, look at Peter with like Sariki Dembele was a massive part in keeping them up, which if he does that, then he'll have clubs knocking at the door constantly. So, yeah. Yeah, he just needs to keep doing what he's doing and he'll be fine. He'll get the big move he wants to a good championships club or Premier League team, so either one. But yeah, looking ahead to Sheffield, um, like we said, we're excited for the game. Should be good after two weeks international break. Mm -hmm. How much are you looking forward to the game then? I'm buzzing for it, obviously. We bought the tickets quite a while ago, so that's going to be good. And uh, I think getting the train there is obviously good travel for us. We don't need to get a bloody four-hour coach, (laughs) uh, which is all right. And then, uh, yeah, it's going to be good. And hopefully we can just sort of get there get the win, get the three points, go home, be happy with it. Yep, exactly. And uh, just a quick note, Sean currently is not at home. So it, audio, if the audio does sound a bit off, it's because he's currently sitting in the Asda cafe. So yeah, yeah literally. I mean, just, I had to record. I couldn't miss this out. You know, yeah. Saying? And he's, yeah, because he's got work and that. So uh, he couldn't be at home right now. So yeah. So if the audio is slightly off, we do apologize, but we'll be back to yeah. normal in the match reaction ep- episode. But yeah, just previewing then the Sheffield game. Obviously, quite quite surprisingly, we're above them in the league, which is pretty crazy know, when you think about it. Sheffield currently twenty third in the league, not won a game, with two mm-hmm. points on the board, which we we would not expect them to be down there. Being honest, uh, I'm guessing yeah. you think the same. <laughs> yeah, I think the same. I think I think when they sort of when we saw them go down, we did think. Or oh, I don't know if I, if I should say we. I thought they weren't that good. Obviously, they weren't good in the prem. Mm. I thought a lot of their players weren't trying anymore at that level. And so we had that one year 
sort of bounce where like defensively they were good and they had these new tactics, but then I think most Premier League teams were able to sort of suss them out after, <clears throat> sorry, suss them out after that. And, uh, and to be fair, I think their team is just a bit what's the right with lackluster, sort of it's getting older. And I think they didn't make any many signings until deadline day, which their fans weren't very happy about. And I think I do think it's a good chance to get three points. Yeah, and I think they'll start picking up points eventually. They're too good to be sitting in the relegation zone, but I think opportunity for us to pick up three points. Yeah, definitely. Uh, it is a massive opportunity for us to pick up three points, I would agree. But th- I was listening to a podcast, Sheffield United podcast, actually, earlier today, and they were saying, basically, pretty sure it was, they said, we're rubbish. So, interesting really? to see their opinion on us. I think it was the Blades podcast. Yeah, they said we were rubbish, but... Yeah, uh, well, 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 we're not the team come down from the Prem sitting in relegation, yeah. are we, bro? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. But to be fair, from Sheffield United's point of view, if you, you look at it as... If we the first game we're going to win, it's sort of what a game to have. Peterborough United after the international break, would you mm-hmm. agree? Like, it's well, if you're a Sheffield fan, yeah. If you're a Sheffield fan, you look at it and like, yeah, this is a massively winnable game. Exactly, but and we're going to be like that for most teams. You know, if any big teams hit a bit of crap form and then they come out against us, they're going to look at us as the rebound team to try mm. get back on course. We can't be seen as that team. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We got to go out there. We got to. To fair, I think if we play our game and battles hard as we did against West Brom and, you know, actually play a bit of decent football on the floor, we can really do something against them, you know? And if, I feel like if we beat them comfortably, it would be a big statement to the, the rest of the league. I know, again, we're above them, but, you know, that doesn't necessarily show the difference in quality and how they were literally in the Prem last year, you know? So, if we, have, if we go out there and actually put on a show, you know, let's say beat them 2-0, solid. You know, mm. then I think it would put a real statement that we're not a team that's just gonna be one of them sides where it's like, oh well, we'll just get easy three points. Yeah, yeah, it'd be nice eventually to sort of build that reputation that we're not the team that everyone wants to play each week. If you know what I mean, it'll yeah, be, it'll I, be I, good. Sorry to cut you off. I just want to say I find it a bit weird. So there's, a, I think it's like it's called like League of Seventy Two or something like Sky, like own the channel too, but like some mm. other YouTubes that host it on on YouTube. They were talking about like Hull and obviously Hull were doing pretty decent or whatever. They were talking about us and like, and even Blackpool and like they put Blackpool in higher regard than us, even though we finished above them last year and we're above them now. You yeah. know, I just don't get it. I don't, I feel like we're just looked at as like the small temple club, but the only way we're going to change that is from getting results. So. Exactly. Yeah. Time will tell really sort of thing. Like we, we, we have it in our hands to sort of make that, build that reputation. So it'll be nice to prove everyone wrong, which I think should be a real motivator for the players because we are just known as little old Peterborough at the minute. But yeah. Yeah. But also looking at Sheffield game, obviously game is away at Bramall Lane, which Mm -hmm. is sort of obviously a disadvantage to us. They've got all their home fans and we know how good Sheffield United fans are. And it's just looking at it, our away form, isn't good. You look at it this season, yeah, losing facts, three, facts. losing uh, three nil to Luton, mm-hmm. uh, losing one nil to Preston. I think they're the only away games we've had so far, isn't it? But yeah, even looking back at last season, our away form was never good. It was always the form. The, the home form yeah. won us the league. Uh, sorry, not won us the league. Got us promoted and got us that second place finish. But yeah, we just really need to change our uh, away form around. I don't know what it. What do you think needs to change away from home? I don't know. I don't think... I think we sort of don't... I think we get a bit scared. I think that's fair to say. I think even 
Fergie sort of said, like, we need to sort of be just a bit, what was the right word? Not, like, put the game on them. We look a bit scared when we go away from home, and it's probably because they're big, we look at big championship clubs and these big stadiums. But again, what, you know, what's the difference between, you know, a, really, I'll say a bit more atmosphere, probably, no, probably a good atmosphere at Sheffield United, but when we go up against a big team like Sheffield United, if we start playing well, the fans could turn normally do turn on their own players. Do you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah, definitely. Like, it, we can work it in our own advantage as well. So it's all well and good having that excuse, but it's just like we can make that into our own advantage if we play well. So I think the players are just a bit scared. But to be fair, I think after this international break, I've got a weird feeling we're going to turn around and be on some good form. And I think this game is massive just for that fact of I feel like if it didn't end well, I feel like. We could go on bad form, but if we win this, I'd feel very confident, you know, going into the next game as well. Yeah, definitely. And obviously, DMAC has put, uh, obviously, you're saying about the international break, but uh, DMAC's put a lot of pressure on us to be not amazing, let's not say, but a lot better after this international break. And it'll be interesting to see on Saturday the fitness of Johnson Clark Harris, Ricky Dembele, and Jack Marriott. Like, it'll be, I'm really interested to see. Do you think they'll all be back fully fit, or what what do you think? Well, they better be. Again, I think. I spoke about it with you a thousand times on this podcast a thousand times. There is no excuse after this international break for me, yeah. you know? Yeah. You had pre-season, obviously, not a lot of it, but that, whatever, that's fair enough. You had the start of the season to get minutes in and to train, you know? Mm-hmm. And they did that. They played quite a lot of minutes, but and you've now had two weeks where you shouldn't pick up any knocks because you're not playing like physical games, trying to win points in the championship, but you're playing games behind closed doors and you're doing the right training you know you've got time for me there's no excuse mm-hmm. no excuse because excuses annoy me to be said quite a lot you know when you see excuses after a loss like yeah. oh this guy's injured you know like it doesn't matter like there's no excuse now for me no definitely not yeah i agree also jack taylor as well i don't believe he's fully fit yet which is interesting but um, but that's the he, thing, though. Again, it, he's having that recurring problem with I can't even remember what I don't even know. Jack Taylor's injury, hamstring. I yeah, I think it might be. But yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Will he step straight into the team? Obviously, you have got Connor Coventry in there as well. He could. Yeah. It'll be. I think that partnership of Connor Coventry and Norburn, or Coventry and Jack Taylor, will be interesting. So, hundred percent. I'm, I'm really interested to see Coventry in the team. To be fair, but yeah. Well, let's speak, I think, about Sheffield's uh, threats again. Mm. A lot of them have, <laughs> they ain't got a lot of threats on the face of it again. Have they Have they, Have they? they scored? I think they might have, but I mean. Uh, it's a good question, actually. Have they scored? I think I think they have, but threats, I mean, I wouldn't even call him a threat, but Brewster. Brewster, yeah, I, I don't really rate him that highly. I'm not sure. I don't think anyone Sheff- does, being honest. Sheffield fans do, and um, going back to that podcast again I was listening to, I think they were saying Brewster's on about 20k a week, which is interesting. <laughs> but I think he's been a bit of a flop since he's joined back no, Bramall Lane. 100%, a 1,000% he's been a flop. He scored zero goals for him, I swear. Mm. Zero. I think it's zero. And they signed him for, what, 20-odd million off the top yeah. of my head? Mm-hmm. And, Again, when they're in the Premier League and he's not scored in their champ, he scored a penalty uh, for the England like, under 23s or whatever. And it was a penalty, which you'll see, you got to score pens. Mm-hmm. But it's just, even when he was doing it, he was breathing really heavy, like he was trying to compose himself and calm himself down. You know, he's not, he just doesn't seem confident at all. And again, if we can, if he scored a, like one or two against us, I'd be disappointed with our defense, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but apart from that, who else have they got? They've got 
Was it Gibbs Egan? White. Oh, Egan, yeah. I think, yeah, he's still at Sheffield, isn't he? The defender, isn't he? I yeah, believe. I think so. As far I think as he scored for Ireland as well. I think yeah. was it against uh, Portugal. Yeah, that's fair, fair play to it, to be fair. Exactly, and he's pretty solid. He was a solid Prem player, as you just said, Morgan Gibbs White. Yeah, Morgan Gibbs White, obviously, massive loan sign in there from uh, Wolves, isn't it? Yeah. Premier League, a, a lot of, uh, I believe a lot of Wolves fans were pretty disappointed with him moving, even on loan. Like, so yeah. that's a massive sign. I think he's probably one of their biggest threats going into this game, his debut, potentially making his debut as well. So exactly. he's got a lot to sort of live up to, I guess. I'm, I assume Sheffield fans expect yeah. a lot from him. So, yeah, I, I am a bit scared of him. <laughs> in yeah, a so sense. Am I, but for me, I think, uh, was it Conor Hurahan is yeah. a bigger threat than him? Because I think he is a really good champ player. He's never, from what I can remember, done it in the Prem. But mm-hmm. I remember when in Villa's, Villa's like, go-up season, he was key for them. You know, him and, him and Grealish were such good players. Yeah. So, yeah, of course I would have him. Uh, <laughs> kind of horror hand. He was so good. He's good on set pieces, free kicks. He's got a weldy in him. Can play some really good passes. I think he's proven himself more than like Gibbs White has in the championship level. And uh, I think he's going to be a massive threat. Uh, he's going to be a massive threat in general. Again, we've looked dodgy at set pieces. He can put in a good ball where Pim's wondering, oh, should I come out for this? Or mm. it lands on a. <laughs> it lands on a bloody. Uh, Sheffield United player's head then yeah yeah sorry uh, I assume that was the Asda self serve going off there but... I don't even know what that was <laughs> yeah, of course well. it would happen when I'm uh, recording that, yeah that a lot of beeping noises yeah again <laughs> talking about Sheffield I again I keep referring back to this podcast I did listen to it because it was obviously a Peterborough preview so I was interested uh, they, uh, Sheffield the Sheffield hosts of that they were saying that they I, I believe they're saying they don't they're not very good at crosses into the box but then again we're, we're poor. We're poor at crossing the ball itself and uh, winning yeah. winning headers in the box and scoring from them. So, being okay. honest, it's probably not a bad thing that they're bad at that. Uh, yeah. So yeah, looking at the formation, they'll probably play. I believe they play a five. What is it? A five. Uh, they play five back. I know that, and they play the two strikers. So five three two something well, like that. Yeah, the same one as us, sort of thing. Yeah. So sort of maybe match them up or whatever. It'll be interesting to be fair. But if we're playing the same mm-hmm. formation, I think that would actually be really interesting, especially because yeah. I mean, if that's true, obviously I haven't really watched them. But if they saw we're crossing the box just like us, it might be. It could be a very high scoring game because I think. They've got some decent players that could probably get balls into the box, which we'll struggle with. And probably on that. But I think we can do the same. I think out wide, you do have Ward, who obviously was it two, was it like two crosses for the derby? Or two crosses like really caused a lot yeah. of problems for derby? Yeah, yeah, obviously you and got the Burrows goal, and then the other one was from him. Even Burrows, uh, if he plays left wing back, or even if Butler, but I'd rather, I think Burrows has a bit of a better delivery. You play him left wing back, maybe getting crosses into their box, it could be a real problem, you know? Mm-hmm, but definitely. again, they've, again, Horahan maybe on some set pieces. I don't know who they play at wing-back, but I'm sure they've got probably decent wing-backs who'll be able to get some good uh, crosses in. So yeah. it could be a high-scoring game if you think about it. Definitely. Uh, yeah, with them playing two up front, obviously the same, the same as us, it will be interesting. I, I do potentially think this could be a high-scoring game, which if it is, then I guess it's kind of good. It'll be very entertaining indeed. Uh also, listening to the, I can't remember the Sheffield United manager's name, listening to his preview of the game, got a quote from him himself saying uh, he expects a long ball counter-attacking team. What do you make of that? These comments from the Sheffield United manager. 
Are we a long ball team? <laughs> we are a long ball team. Yeah. I think against the big teams, I think if you watch West Brom, we were a long ball team. You know, like that's just mm. a fact. But when you watch against like Preston and such, I don't think we were all long balls. Obviously, we're going to do it because we have a player like Clark Harris who can win headers and such, you know? So mm. obviously, we're going to try to use that to our strength. But that's not all we're, all we're about. But counter attacking, I don't get why there's such a stigma on counter attacking teams. Do you know what I'm saying? No, it's like, quite entertaining, I think. Yeah, it's very entertaining, and I don't. There is a big just around football, like not even us, just around football. Like you know, when people talk about United or whatever, mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, but if that wins you games, or if that gives you the best chance of winning, then fair enough. Do you know what I'm saying? So, and I don't even think we're that kind of attacking. But anyway, yeah, is uh, like, I guess I guess they're touching there if I'm rambling on about it. But. Yeah. It's quite interesting, though, to hear sort of his his take on us, really. It well, is yeah, and remember Wayne Rooney, uh, what was it? It was like, if we get dragged into their game, I remember he said in his press conference, oh. as if, like, dragged into our game, as if it's, like, a, a dirty game. But, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're not even uh, a dirty team, being honest. Like No, exactly. We, I think we try to play pretty decent football a lot yeah. of the time. Yeah, we're so, probably, one. I'm not going to say one of the most entertaining teams in the league, but we are definitely yeah. up there to watch. But, no, yeah. I think all the promoted teams, yeah. I mean, Black, I mean, look at Blackpool and, and Hull. I don't think they play brilliant football that just mm. blows us out of the park. But anyway, look, I, I don't even Why am I getting like frustrated with this? <laughs> yeah, but to be fair, a lot. Of, I feel like a lot of teams talk down on us, their managers, including Rooney. He definitely 100%. did. He definitely did sort of speak down on us, but yeah. Yeah, uh, we'll move on now anyway. Yeah, well, go on, do your score predictions. Score predictions, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, actually, to be fair, first time we have got some score predictions from Facebook today. So ah, that'll be go. interesting. I'll read these out. We've got a few. So thank you to everyone who got involved. We'll start with the first one. Good friend Matt Robloski has put in his score <laughs> prediction. I, I will I'll read the entire comment out. So he put two one borough boys, Jono and Dems on the score sheet. So oh. thank you, thank you, Matt, for that. Yeah, cheers, got, Matt, for sending in that score prediction. <laughs> and then we've got uh Paul Howe, who says, I reckon one one draw with Sammy Schmodic scoring. To be Whoa. fair, wouldn't be the worst thing in the world. And then yeah, we've got a, a good sort of point away and getting Sammy yeah. on the score sheet. And then we've got Georg uh, Cognome said, I reckon 2-1 Parch will grab a winner deep and added time. I would oh, definitely take that 100%. Imagine the limbs yeah. of way That would be good. That would be good. Hopefully, obviously, 2,000 Posh fans will be there. Then we've got yeah. Dale, Dale Pleat next, who said 2-2 either team to score very late on in the game. Another last-minute limbs, Dale uh-huh. is predicting. And then we've got Chris Tennant, who's saying 2-1 Borough win. I reckon we can steal a goal at the end up the Posh. Yeah, yeah, thank a you. Lot of, obviously, I can understand why, but a lot of late goal predictions are uh, coming in. Obviously, if you look at our recent games, that, that has been happening. So, fair enough. Yeah, it'll be interesting. But yeah, thank you for everyone who got involved. And yeah, it'll be good for you to get involved in the next game as well. But yeah, thank you for that. Uh, can I get a score prediction from you, Sean, for the game? What do you reckon? Yeah, I'm going to go 2 0, being honest. I think we're mm-hmm. going to come in strong, obviously. I'm always on predict us to win, but mm-hmm. I think we're going to come in strong. Thing again, no excuses as I said. Yeah, all our players should be near enough fit, apart from maybe Jack Taylor. But even then, he played a good 45 against West Brom, so he should be able with a good international break, and he should be able to play 70 against. Yeah, you know. So for me, there's no excuse, and I think two nil. Then going to create chances, but they're not going to be able to finish it. Sort of the story of Sheffield United's life, mm-hmm. and I think we're. 
going to be firing, I think. I'm going to say... Probably, what did Matt say? Clark Harris and Dembele? Because I'll go yeah. the same if he said that. Yeah. I'm going to go for a 3-2 win. I'm going to agree with some others that it's going to be a high-scoring game. I do think it will be. And yeah, although Sheffield obviously haven't scored much this season, we have scored more than them. But with that said, I reckon 3-2, I'll go for a Sammy Schmodix, Clark Harris, and then Sariki Dembele to leave it late with the winner. So agreeing with other people there with the late winners. But yeah, it should be good. Yeah, too fair. And I think most of the starting 11 sort of picks itself. But I just want to ask you this. Who is the two up top? Who's starting? Will it be Marriott, Clark Harris? Will it be Dembele, Clark Harris? I think I do think Dembele, Clark Harris. I think Dembele just looks fitter than um, Marriott. Looks fitter than Marriott at the minute, definitely. So yeah, going Dembele, Clark Harris. What about you? What do you reckon? Yeah, I think the same. And also, what about midfield partnership? I think it will be Sammy as like the attacking midfield. Well, will it be Taylor and Coventry, or who do you think? As being honest, I think I think we'll start with. Coventry and Taylor, uh, not Taylor, Coventry and Norburn in I the midfield. The oh, yeah. I don't know. Actually, I think Taylor and Norburn, be nice. Because I think Taylor will come on later on in the game just to get some uh-huh. minutes, but I do think that... What about your back line then? Oh, oh who's playing in that sort of attacking midfield role? Schmodix, I'm guessing. Yeah, I think, I think it'll be Sammy. He's, he works hard and I think he's a key man for us, even though he ain't uh, like scored or assist. Has he even got assists? I think he's got goal and assist but I think he's yeah. still a key man for us and we'll he'll play there most games I think when yeah. he's fit he'll play there so definitely what about your defensive line then yeah my back line I think he'll go uh, I'll go Kent I'll go Knight and I'll go Thompson because I think if they play the sort of same formation as us they'll put two strikers there mm. and I think be, because you know if you listen to him uh, Fergie he said at West Brom because they were sort of playing a wide man, but kind of high up. He put Butler there. If yeah. they're playing two strikers, I think we're going to... Uh, I think we'll put a knight. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I get you. So, uh, I think we'll do that. And then, yeah, sort of same wing. But I, I think Burrow should start a left wing back. I think he's just got a better delivery than yeah. Butler, being honest. Uh-huh. But if you pick Butler, I won't be, like, annoyed enough. Yeah, yeah. I've gone with your same back three there. I've gone Knight, Thompson, Kent. And I've gone Ward and Butler. But, yeah. I, I do think maybe Harrison will start, but I've gone with Butler. I think that's the thing Fergie's going to do. If it was my choice, I'd go Burrows, but I think he's going to go Butler in this situation. But yeah. I agree. And yeah. should we go? What was it August goal of the month? August goal of the month, yeah. So we yeah, will we'll be... start doing this, to be fair, like near enough every month. Yeah, we have agreed on this uh, together before the pod. We've agreed. So the 90 plus six goal of the month award goes to. Do you want to reveal it, Sean? Sariki Dembele's. 100th minute winner against Derby again it was that or was it Burrow's Cardiff goal where nice bit of skill and smash it top corner but I just think 100th minute winner to get our first three points on the board in the championship in front of the home fans and I think the first home game in forever in front of a full packed out stadium I think that just fits it well but Burrow's is a goal against Cardiff comes a close second yeah, Burrow's definitely a second, and that goal must have been everything to him. He obviously that knee slide was lovely mm-hmm. in front of London Road End. And to be fair, Tariq Dembele's goal was was sort of just as good as the goal was his celebration. To be fair, when he couldn't get his top off, I thought that was quite yeah, that funny, was pretty funny. And it was on Sky, and yeah. it was just big. I thought I thought it was just a really big moment, sort of for us. And again, first three points, and uh, but yeah, no, I think that's uh, I think that's the goal of the month. Yep. Also, just uh, briefly mention this, actually. I forgot to mention it earlier on, 
But big news, obviously, we've previously mentioned in uh, comment what it was a few pods back. Clark Harris, uh, you know, do you know what I'm going to say here, Sean? About his yeah, tweets. Say, yeah. yeah, his tweets. Obviously, listening to Fergie's match preview yesterday, he doesn't know if he's going to get banned. It could be he. It's Friday night, uh, Friday uh, afternoon now as we're recording this, but he still doesn't know if he's going to be allowed to play. He could get a match ban. For his tweets, we don't know. Could be more than a match ban. Could be a match ban and a fine. We just don't know yet. So as it stands, and as we're recording this, Clark Harris is in the team in the squad. Yeah, but this I'm, could I'm very sure quickly change. Now, being honest, yeah, I'm you, sure they'd say by now. You'd think, but you never know. Really, stuff like this doesn't happen often, does it? So they could no. just they could probably say it on the Saturday. To be fair, but Literally. who knows? Yeah, we we've never really experienced anything like this before, really. So it yep. will be. It will be obviously, yeah, interesting to see what happens, I guess. But let's hope Clark Harris is in this squad for this game. One of our because if you think about it, if Clark Harris isn't in this squad, Dembele and Mario up top, would that work in your opinion? Would it, I don't know. I don't think there's a lot of hold up play there, but it does have a lot of pace, it does have a lot of skill. I think it would, it could work if I think you know Dembele drops deep, gets the ball, and he's sort of a creative player where he might make that little threaded pass in, you know. Mm-hmm. I think, it, and then you got Mario sort of getting in behind the defence. I think it could work, but I think we'd struggle to hold up the ball a lot. You know, if we had to go had to go long, you know, yeah. or or anything like that. But I think it could work. But I would probably go, yeah, Clark Harris to start with uh, one of them. Being honest, yeah, I agree with you. But yeah, I think we've mentioned everything we wanted to for the Sheffield game, haven't we? Unless you've got yeah. anything else you want to touch upon. No, that's everything. Obviously, we just I don't know if anyone really cares with us but we are wearing the blue home kit so yeah, uh, if, you wear, yeah. if you're going to wear that on the uh on the saturday or tomorrow uh, that's what i'm going to be wearing the home kit so yeah just thought i mentioned that but no i think that's okay i think we covered all bases and yeah. uh yeah hopefully we get the win yeah it's, let's hope so anyway obviously we've both predicted wins but let's hope that's the case uh, to no, be fair no. i'm actually uh pretty disappointed we're not wearing the away kit i don't think we've wore it yet which is a bit weird nah, I, uh, I don't think so either yeah, it's oh, weird. Like, I, I, I bought this away kit, 70 quid. and we Did we even... no, 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 we played home kit then, which is interesting because I don't know why. We we, we want answers for this, but yeah, uh-huh. it's, it's quite interesting, you know. Like, I don't know why, but yeah, uh-huh. we'll, we will wrap up there. Obviously, I've gone for a 3 2 uh, posh win, and you yeah. went for a 2 0, weren't it? Yeah, but yeah, two sorry nil. for the noise, everyone, by the way. Like, Obviously, I had to record it, but my bad, my bad. Yeah, well, it will be back to normal in the next episode, which will we will be reacting to the Sheffield game. So let's hope it's a positive episode next episode, and yep. we can tell we can talk about the three points we just picked up at Bramall Lane. So it should be good. <laughs> just lastly, remember to follow the socials. Uh, it's ninety plus six underscore on Instagram and uh, Instagram and Twitter and yep. TikTok ninety plus six pod just for some additional video content over there. But yeah, yeah, we want to thank you guys for listening. We have, we have now actually, uh, interestingly enough, we've got a new country on the list of listeners. Oh, yeah. Do you, I don't, yeah, I don't think I've told you. Do you want to have a prediction real quick? Is, right, give me, is it Europe? No, not Europe. Uh, it's like South America. Yeah, well, yeah, I think so. I don't know. Yeah. Brazil. Yeah. No, well, I don't know what you class it as. I don't think it's South America. Like <laughs> United States of America. Is it United States? Yeah, but I don't know what what uh, continent does that count as. I can't even tell you. Being honest, I I didn't even do I didn't do geography. But no, 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 no. 
We yeah, probably sound stupid. United States, yeah, we do 100. percent United States, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, uh, I, that's yeah it's cool. If anyone can let us know what continent, yeah, message, United yeah, message States us is. if you're from the United States and you're watching the pod. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, let us know and let us know what continent it is because we have no clue. We have no geography have ain't no ours. Geography ain't our strong subject. But anyway, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> if you are that listener from the United States, let us know. We would love yeah. to hear from you. And of course, the listeners from Germany and China. That would be yeah. amazing as well. But yeah, we'll wrap cool. up here. Let's wrap up. Let's wrap yeah, up. Yeah, we'll wrap up here. And yeah, once again, thanks for listening. And we hope you we you will join us on our next episode. So yeah, cheers. Up the posh. Up the posh. Thank you.